In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. We want to wish you a blessed Ash Wednesday. We begin today the liturgical celebration of Lent. And I'm reading from Psalm 51. This is a psalm of David when Nathan the prophet came to him after his sin with Bathsheba. You remember what Nathan said. There was a person who had a little lamb, and uh, it was like a little child to him. And uh, someone who was rich took the little lamb and uh, wanted it for himself. And David said, no, that man should die. Nathan said, you're the man you took Uriah to death, and you just went and had sex with Bathsheba. But this is David's prayer. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. O God, we need mercy. Not judgment, Lord, mercy. Let this Lent be filled with mercy. In your goodness, in the greatness of your compassion, wipe out all my offense. How does he wipe out our offense? Through the precious blood of Jesus. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, the blood of Jesus, and of my sin cleanse me. How we need to preach the blood of Jesus that washes us from our guilt, that washes us from our sin, that heals our body. Oh, yes, it heals our soul. How we need to preach the blood of Jesus. For I acknowledge my offense and my sin is before me always. This is David. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, that you may be justified in your sentence. Thank God that Jesus died on the cross for us and that we are not going to be going to hell because we've sinned. The scripture says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means me. That means you. That means everyone who hears my voice. But there is compassion in Jesus Christ. There is forgiveness in Jesus Christ. There is love in Jesus Christ. That you may be justified in your sentence, vindicated when you condemn. Indeed, in guilt I was born. David was born through fornication, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you are pleased with sincerity of heart, and in my innermost being teach me wisdom, how we need the wisdom of God, how we need the wisdom of God this Lent, how we need to pray, how we need to fast, how we need to give alms. These are the three things that the church tells us we should do. You know, giving alms with Cornelius, when he heard the voice of God, God heard Cornelius' giving money and 
steps arms and giving himself to God, how we need to give money to God, how we need to tithe our money. Yesterday, we, we spoke about revival. Today, we're going into Lent. But both revival and Lent, it begins with repentance. It begins with us taking a turn 180 degrees from our sin so that there can be nothing that separates us from the love of God. Jesus doesn't want anything coming in between you and him. And Lent is a season that we can close the gap, that we can begin to partake in God's divine nature and lose our human nature. Today on Ash Wednesday, we receive ashes on our heads because we are sinners, but we we receive the cross because we have a Savior, that you have a Savior, that I have a Savior, that Jesus, he did it all on the cross. And, you know, during Lent, some days we're called to carry our cross. We have to make little sacrifices. These sacrifices are nothing compared to what Jesus did for you and for me. But when we have these little acts of obedience, God tells us, you know, to fast today. There's two days of the year which the church calls us to fast. It's today and Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. So today, let's do something for the Lord. Today, let's grow closer to the Lord. You know, we fast because of self-mastery. That's one reason, because when we fast, we, we become, we, we, we gain dominion over our bodies, over ourselves. So we're not controlled by the flesh. And when we get dominion over ourselves, Jesus gives us, dominion over this world because he lives his life through us but also it's just it's just obedience to what the church is calling us to do and when we do when we make obedient acts even little sacrifices it draws us closer and closer to the lord and closer and closer to the lord you might think what am i going to give up today you know i think giving up candy is foolish What you need to do is you need to go to 40 days of life at 1055 Commonwealth Avenue and pray as people are being taken from the womb and killed. You need to go and pray there. That would be an act of Lent. That would be an act of service. That would be an act of mercy because they hate us being there. You don't have to do anything but pray your rosary or read your scripture. 1055 Commonwealth Avenue. It's all about killing. Let me continue. Cleanse me of sin through the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We thank you that that blood cleanses us from sin, cleanses us from sin completely, that that blood cleanses us from sin, especially when we go to confession and confess our sins to the Lord. Oh, yes, great things happen. Cleanse me of sin with hyssop that I may be purified. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. That's what happens. That's what happens when a person who is far from God confesses his sin. They become white as snow. 
black to white, white as snow? When's the last time you went to confession? When's the last time you became white as snow? Oh, gosh, we met in the uh, airport a man that said, I went to confession 46 years ago. I said, don't be proud of it. You give your life to Jesus, all about Jesus. How sad, how sad, how sad that he would think that would be a banner proclamation. Let me hear the sounds of joy and gladness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not supposed to sing hallelujah during Lent, but I can't help it. Jesus, wonderful Lord, let me hear the sounds of joy and gladness. If the bones you have crushed shall rejoice. Turn away from your turn away your face from my sins and blot out all my guilt. All about the blood of Jesus. All about the blood of Jesus. You have had five abortions. All about the blood of Jesus. God wants to heal you. God wants to forgive you. Your children are waiting for you in heaven. There's, there's so much forgiveness, there's so much love, and it's just in coming to God. You know, I think it's an honor that we get to partake in the life that Jesus lived on this earth. He went to the wilderness for 40 days, and he fasted, he prayed, he detached himself from the world, but he attached himself to his Father in heaven. And now in a small measure, in a small way, in these next 40 days, you and I, we don't have to. We get an opportunity. We get a grace to do the same thing. You know, it's not only in giving things up, but it's about doing things for the Lord. How about for this Lent, you give up worrying? Lord, let me give up worrying this Lent so I can just trust in you. This Lent, let me give up being fearful and just believe and just believe that, God, you have a plan and a purpose, and you are my protector. Live from the Psalm 91, that they who abide under the shadow of the Most High abide with God. Our safety is in the will of God. When you are under the, when you understand that you have a good father, you are his child, and you dwell with the Lord and you abide with God through prayer, then he will protect you. God will go for us for, protect, for your protection. We read in Isaiah in the breviary this morning that the glory of God will be your rear guard. Let God's glory flood you and be your rear guard. And you know, sometimes when we empty ourselves from food or things of this world, maybe we can do coffee. I know that's a hard one, but maybe try it for a day. Because as we empty ourselves from worldly pleasures, God gives us the grace to be filled with heavenly pleasures. And you know, it's all about grace. It's not about striving. God will give you a grace. He'll, give, he'll put it on your heart to do something. And it's really simple. All we got to do is cooperate with that grace today. I agree with what Father said about candy. Unless candy's a very big vice for you. You know, it's more about doing than giving up. 
But sometimes when we let something go, it frees us up for the grace to be able to do more and more for the kingdom and be filled with more and more of God's glory, God's love, God's peace, God's joy, God's divine nature. It's only after Jesus is able to empty us that he can fill you with the life of heaven. Will you let the Lord fill you with the life of heaven this Lent? Create a clean heart for me, O God. Again, the clean heart through the blood of Jesus. How preachers need to preach the precious blood of Jesus. There is no salvation outside of the name of Jesus and the blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus is our salvation. The blood of Jesus is our healing. The blood of Jesus is our forgiveness. The blood of Jesus takes away sin. As I've often said, Catherine of Siena, when she went uh, to confession, she would say, I'm going under the blood. I'm going under the blood. With a steadfast spirit, renew within me. Cast me not from your presence. No one who comes to me will I ever reject. John six thirty seven. He is not going to cast you out. He's not going to cast you out. He's going to accept you. I once was with a woman, uh, and she said, he's not going to accept me. I said, well, if he denies you, I'm going to dump him because I don't want him. And she said, do you mean that? I said, yes. He's not going to deny you. No one who comes to me will I ever reject. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. O Father, take not the Spirit of God from us. Take not the Holy Spirit for us, because without the Spirit, we're dead. Without the Spirit, we have no life. Without the Spirit, we just have business as usual. And I don't know if you know this, there's no time to have business as usual. We are living in dark times, and the light of Christ is our salvation. Give me back the joy of your salvation. Oh, yes, Lord. Give us joy during these 40 days, the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. Oh, God, give us that joy, that joy that never ends, that willing spirit that sustains us. Give us that joy that is perfect happiness. Give us that joy that doesn't end. We ask this in Jesus' name. Joy, joy, joy. Give me back the joy of your salvation. David was praying. He lost the joy because he sinned with Bathsheba. What about you? Maybe you've lost the joy because you've sinned against the Lord. It's time to go back the confession. And confession is such a wonderful thing. You know, I, I love confession more than anything. I'm going to have the grace to be able to do confession when I get off the phone, when I get off the radio show. When I came back to God and I was trapped in sin, I went to confession every day for two months. And you don't need to do that. But the reason why I went, because every time I walked out to confessional, I felt lighter and lighter. I felt like I was floating. I could feel the glory and the peace of Christ in me. And the through the church, every time I confessed, 
there was sacramental healing going into my body. And the, and the sins were just melting away from me. My heart was being healed. The desires to sin were fading away. Just like Lent, it's not something that we, that the devil will make you believe it's something, oh, there's something I have to do. No, no. It's like Lent is an opportunity and it's a gift for us to be able to partake in the life of Jesus. Confession is a great, great gift given to us. It's not only for the forgiving, uh, forgiving of our sins, but it's a sacrament of healing. When we are absolved, there's sacramental grace that comes into us and we become healed. Joy, joy, and we walk with joy, you know. Joy is, a, joy is not a feeling. Being happy is a feeling. But joy comes from an understanding that we belong to Jesus. Joy comes from an understanding that we, that we are okay and we are doing our purpose in life. So even as we may be fast or make sacrifices for the Lord this Lent, we may not have the emotional feeling of being happy at that exact time when we're giving up something for the Lord, but we can, but we can have sustained joy the whole Lent because we know that even though our flesh isn't happy, we are joyful because we are being conformed into the image of Christ. We are making sacrifices for the Lord, that Jesus is drawing us closer and closer to him, that those who love God obey his commandments, that we are becoming obedient to the will of God through the spoken word that God releases into our heart through the Holy Spirit and through what he speaks through the church, which he founded, that God has given us these seasons through the years. In Pentecost, we rejoice. In Pentecost, we release the fire of God. In Lent, we do too. But in Lent, we take this opportunity, take down our flesh, to share in what Christ went through on this earth, that as he took 40 days in the desert, to forgive the forget the world and participate in union with the Father, and we're being called to do this too, and just focus only on the Father's work. And the Father's work is to go to the abortion mill. The Father's work is to feed the homeless, to fill to fill other people with the love of God, to do the works of Jesus, and not do them for ourselves, but just do it because. It's what Jesus is calling us to do. I will teach transgressors your ways. I'm going to tell you, I can teach sinners the ways of God because I'm a sinner. Oh, yes, it's one sinner who's been forgiven who tells others that they can be forgiven. I will teach transgressors your ways. The way of God is mercy. The way of God is forgiveness. The way of God is that he accepts you, that he loves you, and sinners shall return to you. I heard one person say, well, I don't sin. Then you make God a liar. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And it's time for us to get rid of sin. It's time for us to give our life to Jesus. It's time for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Free me from blood guilt. Remember what David did. He killed Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba. Free me from blood guilt. 
oh God, my saving God. That was an awful thing to do. He got thought about Sheba on the roof, and she was beautiful, and he had relations with her, and he tried to have Uriah sleep with her, and he wouldn't because I'm a, I'm a warrior, and there's no time to have sex with my wife. I'm a warrior. So what did David do? Put her in the front line to be killed. How sad. How sad. But he says, free me from blood guilt, O God, my saving God. Then my tongue shall revel in your justice. Did God free David from his guilt, from his blood guilt? He certainly did. He certainly did. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth to proclaim your praise. What do your lips say? What do your lips say during this Lent? Well, you know, I, I was really hurt as a child. Well, let me tell you, I was too. And it's time to be healed of that. Time not to broadcast that anymore. God has plans for you. I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Oh, Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Ha! We praise you. We bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We honor you, O God. We thank you for the goodness of Jesus. We thank you that his forgiveness touches us to the core. We thank you, God, that we become new creations in Jesus Christ. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you are not pleased with sacrifices. Should I offer a holocaust, you would not accept it. My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit. Again, forgiveness. A contrite spirit. David killed Uriah. He wants a contrite spirit. A humble, contrite heart. O God, you will not spurn. This is so real. David crying out for mercy. And you know what? He received mercy. It's all about mercy. God is all about mercy. Remember, Bishop Sheen was going to the hospital to visit people. And he went into this room and uh, the guy said, you can talk to me about anything, but you will not mention God or I'll throw you out. So they talked about baseball and then the bishop started to talk about God, and he got thrown out. But the bishop didn't stop. He went back a second time, and again they talked about the weather, and then he talked about God, and they threw him out. The third time he went in, and the guy said, don't talk about God. And the bishop said, the only thing you need to say is Jesus' mercy, and he threw him out. The next day, the man was on his deathbed. And the card, the bishop went to find him, but he was dead. And the nurse said he died peacefully. What were his last words? Jesus, mercy. Because it's all about the heart. It's all, is, is our heart open to the mercy of God? Do we have a contrite spirit? Are we humble a heart, which we just... Poor in heart means we know that we need Jesus with everything we have, that we can't take one breath, do one thing without the love and the mercy of God. 
Mercy is love in action, and it's Jesus' greatest attribute. But there's nothing you can do that will fall outside of Jesus' forgiveness. In this Lent, let's just take the opportunity to prepare our heart for the coming of the King, that we let Jesus sit on his throne of our heart, that we receive his mercy because we don't earn it. We just open our heart to receive it. And that's the point of all the fasting and the prayer. It's It's so that we can open our heart wide to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let the Holy Spirit go forth with you today. And let today be a day as you have the ashes on your head, that you are a witness to Jesus Christ, a witness to his mercy, a witness to his goodness, and a witness to him living his life again through you on this earth. And may God bless you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.